Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. Mr. Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. Mr. Gully. Hello. And back for the first time in I don't know how long I have got the biggest smile on my face because the Baron, John Babb, is with us. You've graced us with your presence, John. Oh, yeah. There's about three or four listeners who literally <laughs> always ask oh, right. when you're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> okay. And you are here. You have made their day. I've promised you a couple before Christmas, haven't I? And this yeah. is one of them. It's one is, of them. is the Baron self-christened? No, you? it was something that was given to me. I just oh, thought, right. oh, well, I've gone. I'll, I'll roll with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about Man City, of course. We'll talk uh, Sheffield Wednesday, West Ham. We've got the quiz as usual as well. And we'll do Twitter Corner as well. But before we get on, John, you look like a man who loves... Web design and marketing. Oh, absolutely. Can't Good. Of it. Because if you're looking for a web design or your business needs a logo I or am a bit actually. of. Yeah. Well, well, listen to this then. Listen right, to this. Well, okay. if, you, if your business needs a logo or a bit of marketing, then why don't you go check out pixelyetimedia.com, John? Basically, that's what we're trying to say. Uh, they're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures, and signage to marketing, logo design, branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. They do our website as well. Oh, that's great. So there you go. I've oh, got well, a lead for you straight away. Straight, yeah, brilliant. Pixelyetimedia.com. And do I get discount? Uh, you'll have to have fancast. Fancast. Fancast discount. Yeah. <laughs> May do. I don't know. Oh. I would have thought Just so. try typing in like Fancast 10 in like the uh, discount. I never, yeah. I never thought that was going to lead to John saying, yes, I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> yes. looking for it. That's good. Anyway, let's just start with a bit of brief news that Jordan Graham, uh, part of Group 3 at Wolves, the dreaded group of death, has, uh, has gone to uh, Ipswich on loan for a season on loan. Yep. So, sorry, when you said he's part of Group 3, I thought that was like a boy band he was in as well. Which it would be. be which would be fitting. He for looks the part. Yeah. He does look yeah. the part. And I think he plays the piano and all yeah. sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Ryan Bennett could have a could have had a good team up there. Him and Ryan yeah. Courtney comes in with the rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan is a bit of a singer as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's amazing. A guitarist, yeah. 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 He's pretty oh, okay. good, actually. Yeah. Courtney yeah. with the uh, with the bridge rap. That's all you need. Yeah. He's part of the first team squad, so I don't think he mingles with oh, No, well. true. <laughs> uh, what do we think? But, Jordan Graham, it was just one of those where it was never going to happen now since the since the takeover. You just hope he does well and they sign him permanently yeah. more than anything. Cause, yeah. Is he in his yeah, last year? Yeah, he's he's just wasting his career at Wolves. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, it's going to be, I don't know, like, it depends how long it's left on these contracts. They'll probably, probably just run it down when he's on a loan and then go on a free or with mm, the yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised if he's got much longer than this year left. Um, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if he's mm. got up until 2020. Mm. Um, but, you know, he kind of 
struggled at Fulham for one reason or another. He couldn't really get into their team last year. He, um, I think he was a bit of a, a political pawn in yeah, different people. Because he got. Uh, I'm not sure. Because I'm right in thinking. I was going to say, was I right in thinking that Fulham at well the start of last season sort of they had a sporting director who was very sort of stats based and he basically saw Jordan um, Graham's figures from just before he got injured and sort of looked at the amount of assists he was creating and basically went off that to sign him and you wouldn't argue with that I don't yeah. think no, you know no, no, he, no. he put, put some really good figures in and mm. for a while he was our kind of the future it for, was. For, those, yeah. for those like yeah, 13 yeah. games or really whatever it was wasn't it point, yeah, but yeah. As soon as that stats guru left Fulham, they were flying. They, so yeah, and they bombed him out. Kind of and flies in the face of that. Yeah, I think, you know, pe- more people go by the. I think it's Friday. Did we we think that the the, the transfer window yeah. officially goes everywhere else? Do we expect anyone else to go? Really? I mean, Bart, we'll talk about later. But I'd have expected Zyro to have found, found something. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, had a, most of the season at Charlton last year and. I've scored a couple of goals in here, pretty closed door friendly, didn't he? Before the season started, I thought he defended something at League mm. League mm. One level. It's it's a proper shame about what's happened with Zara. Yeah, it's football, football for you. I think we can all agree that one person who will not be moving is Paul Gladden, though. He's gonna he, he's gonna love it. He, you know, he's properly like feet under the carpet at this Wait, point. It's just he? his retirement package. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he signed for Wolves, and that was his retirement. I mean, I don't blame him. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just <laughs> gradually built, yeah. taking his pension pot he's on a nailing, basis. He's nailing his chair to the floor on Friday. Yeah. Shift not Balty. <laughs> oh, good old Gladden. Good old Gladden. Right, gentlemen, let's talk about the game of the weekend, and it was Wolves against Manchester City. We fear the worst, but fear not, because Wolves went toe to toe. With the champions, it was one all with Bolly. Uh, with the well, Bolly, we'll talk about that goal in a bit as well. With the opening goal and Laporte, is it Laporte? Is that how you say Laporte. it? Laporte. Laporte, just Laporte. Uh, I thought James Fielder was in the room for a second. There. Sorry, we've <laughs> <laughs> uh, got the equaliser there. But gentlemen, just to start off, we've got to talk about the obvious point of this game, which was that General Lescott didn't look like he was wearing trousers on TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. So many double takes to the TV. Who? Well, I think he, that's what he picked out. Because I think um, Sporf did an Instagram story with him. He think he took over Sporf's Instagram, yeah. and that's what he picked out. But surely someone would have said, "Do you think you should be wearing that?" To be fair, I always thought, yeah, given what you see Dwight York in when he's a pundit, yeah, he'd be the first to try something like that. But yeah. um, Lescott's obviously beaten him to it. I don't know. He gets into them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they looked a tight yeah, squeeze. They did. They did. Um, right, back onto the game. And was this gentleman? A statement to the league from Wolves. That's how I'm going to open it up. I think from going back to a year ago, because, you know, instead of, you know, four days ago, I remember when we drew against Man City in the League Cup, and pretty sure we said on the podcast, that felt like a statement for Wolves last season um, in terms of that we're playing well and we're playing good football, but actually holding... You know the eventual league, Premier League winners to a nil-nil draw over 120 minutes kind of showcased us to the rest of you know the football league. This feels like it showcased us to everybody, um, and you know in terms of kind of how we went about the game, um, you know the, the way we. Yes, we were somewhat defensive and we did play on the counter attack, but it. It very much felt like Wolves weren't just there to um, limit Man City. And you look at kind of the comments afterwards, Man City seemed 
more than happy in a way with getting a point um, and, you know, seemed confident in walls as almost like a mechanism for them to, um, you know, have a greater amount of point difference between their rivals because they believe that we're going to get points off them, mm. which, you know, is... I don't think I've ever heard a you know a team come out and say something. Yeah, like both Guardiola and company were quite of praise, weren't they? Yeah, and Carl Walker. Yeah, yeah, it was Carl Walker. Mm. I was thinking Pep's. Of. Pep's this. I mean, I've been fascinated by Pep Guardiola for a long time, and he's this strange character where he almost enjoys the challenge of a good football mm. team mm. coming up against him and trying to play the right way. He's almost probably he probably enjoyed that match as yeah. much as he might have been disappointed that he get didn't get a, a win out of it. Mm. So, you know. Kudos to Nuno, kudos to the team for that because they took exactly the right approach from a tactical perspective, from mm. just a pure footballing yeah. perspective and from ent- entertainment value as well. You know, it's exactly what, you know, people will tell you the Premier League is all about. Because it's not always the case. If people no. saw Newcastle against Chelsea, you know, we've got this, you know, best league in the world mantra. That it does not smack yeah. of a game mm. from the best league in the world. But whereas you see the exact opposite of that in the in the City Wolves. I was game. gonna say I think it kind of showed almost on match for day that Wolves was second billing, um, you know, behind Arsenal, West Ham. It was a one one draw at the end of the day. If you just went off like score uh, scores yeah. alone, you kind of go, that's not gonna be much in this. Yeah. But no, it was end to end. It was well played. It was by and large, played in the right temperament. Mm. Um, a few things that didn't particularly please me about how Man City went about things, but um, I guess we might come on to that later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I, I watched it in the ground, but I can only imagine watching that as a neutral. And usually you get served up a couple of right poor games at that sort of midday kickoff on a Saturday, but it must have really lived up to billing mm. for everyone. John, did you think that Wolves went toe-to-toe with Man City or do you think perhaps with rose tinted glasses taken off, Wolves had their look on their side this time? Well, I think even if we had the look on the side, I think we took the, took the, took the challenge up. No, I, 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 for whatever you, the fans were going there with trepidation, thinking they were going to do this. I mean, I spoke to one old boy, 94 years old before the game. He said his first season ticket, I think he said to me, 1933. Bless him. And he was wearing his gloves. It was an August day. And he said, have you come for... Have you, what do you think? Are you, are you worried about the disaster this afternoon? And I said, what disaster? He <laughs> says, here today. He said, they, they won six last week, he said. I said, as if, it, as if it, nobody knew. I said, well, yeah. I said, they won't win six today. He said, really? He said, I said no, though. we'll give him a good game today. He says, I hope you're right. And he was, all of a sudden, the, the, the change in his face, it was like, wow, he, we, we, we're going to have a game. He, he'd almost come to just cry. And I thought... <laughs> Not even kick off yet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I pat him on the back. I said, enjoy the game. I said, I, I said we'll, we'll definitely score for you today. And he said, all right. And he, anyway, I shook hands with him. Anyway, well, I've never met him before. He sits on the front row, the Billy Wright. Lovely mm. old fella. <laughs> but... That that was sort of epitomised, I think, what a lot of people were believing. Not not not, mm. not everybody, of course, mm. not everybody, but a lot of people were I thinking. I didn't understand it, honestly. No. I don't, I like, and anybody who watched the League Cup game last year mm. knew we were going to give them a good game. Yeah, regardless mm. of what yeah. side we put out, Nuno's too clever for that. He's, he's far too smart to allow ourselves to get slapped four five nil. It's never going to happen with him around, honestly. Yeah. And the one thing is, then that the, the the players didn't uh, didn't show any fear at all. They no. just played, when you said about. Uh, they just went out and played their own game. Which I is, think. which is funny, ju- given the re- the last two games. Perhaps with Leicester, you can take like, but you know, especially with Everton, they did look 
kind of not scared, but they looked a bit uncomfortable or had to try and get back into the groove of the Premier League. I think the speed of the game caught them out a little yeah. bit against Everton, but what this team mm. does is learn very quick. <laughs> they don't take 20 games to learn, they learn straight away. Yeah. The, but the pace of that Everton game, I think, really did catch a few of the players out. Yeah. They'd got no time at all on the ball. Last year, Neves got, he had acres of space to hit Doherty in. He couldn't miss him. Now, now he's not getting the space on, to mm. pick the wide players mm. out. Last year, they could play the ball out to Doherty and there wasn't a player often within 15 yards of him. Yeah. And he could even fumble the ball and he'd still got it under control. He, now, if he fumbles the ball, it's gone. Leighton Baines must have took it off him about four times yeah, just because yeah. he didn't control the ball properly. Mm. But he will get that will get better. Um, but it's just little things like that they've got to adapt to. So what, will. what was it then about Saturday? What did Wolves do differently? I mean, there's been so many analysis pieces on every single website you see, but what was it that Wolves did differently? Was it that they perhaps made the defence a bit more compact? Usually, if you've been watching this Man City documentary on Amazon, I always find that when they show any highlights, Man City's players very much, they put it out wide, try and spread the defence, and then they play it in, and they can zip through all those gaps. But I just did not see that at all on Saturday. They Wolves almost forced Man City to, to always attack centrally. Yeah. yeah, I think the 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 best thing that we do as a team is in relation to every other player. Everybody knows where they need to be on the mm. pitch. If one player goes to press, they know either they need to cover him behind, go and press together. It's all very automatic. You know all the distances between the players. There's no ga- you didn't see David Silva picking slide rule passes in between no. defenders or anything, did you? Mm-hmm. There were a few lofted ones they tried, but there was nothing from the centre halves no. going into midfield, yeah. midfield into the strikers. So it's all about being that compact and then, but also providing a platform to then go and spring mm. into a yeah, counter attack, which I think, is a really important thing. Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think having three at the back helped yeah. because it meant that we did kind of restrict that extra space and. You know, like like Guardiola's Barcelona team, they loved playing that ball inside the full back in yeah. the centre half. Whereas, if you've effectively got five defenders, you don't have that. There isn't space um, for it. Yeah. But, they did. They did actually play in there a couple of times yeah. in the first half. For, but that for, was when Willy Bolly was, was, was a new Willy Bolly from the yeah. Willy Bolly yeah. the week for, before. He was the, the, couple, the old yeah. Willy Bolly. First couple of minutes, Bennett got caught out once or twice. But as soon as they kind of, you're right, they adapted to it and they knew what they needed to do. But secondly. You see, may, so many teams just withdraw, and Wolves didn't. Yeah, we were defensive and we kept our shape, but we kept it quite high up the pitch. And you know, you look at the times when their centre halves did get the ball, Wolves were almost more than happy to let them run and try and feed for a pass because they knew they had marshaled the space correctly um, to actually just pick the ball off. So I think it might have been for him as his own goal when sort of company just paid one completely stray and all of a sudden Martino had it but as Gully sort of said they all knew what they needed to do and that was the point they push on it very much felt like that cup game where Wolves just played deep and just thought we're just going to nick the ball off you and we're going to go and they had then the pace to to go forward yeah I think I thought we kept more players further forward than we did in the the cup yeah that's really important though because I think what you've got to realise with City you're going to concede chances. Yeah. They're mm. too good not to create three or four chances in a game. So you have to maintain a threat the other way because there's going to be a time when you might need to score a goal. And yeah. that's what we did. I mean, we left players quite high up the pitch for quite a long period of time. One of the things that it always frustrates me that, you know, we, we always bring it, so many teams now, they bring everyone back for a corner instead of, you know, the old Man United tactic where they always left two up front because that would mean that 
defenders. Yeah. And you'd have them wide apart as well. Yeah. Mm. And actually, Wolves were, they weren't doing it off corners, but, you know, they weren't saying to Jota, you've got to play as a second um, left back here. Was, you know, he was saying, you've got to try and make sure that you're keeping um, Walker back as far as possible here. And I think those little things helped that they didn't withdraw that extra five yards just to allow Man City mm. onto them a bit more. And it meant that, yeah, we did try and play on the counter-attack, but if that ball wasn't on, you know, to try and play Jota through um, or Costa on the other side, that they would try and keep the ball as well. It wasn't just as soon as we get it, it's kind of one over the top. And, you know, there's a couple of points, especially second half, I'd say, um, that actually they got a bit more confident on the ball and were actually looking to sort of play it through Man City a couple of times as well. Let's talk about uh, the goals and firstly Bolly's goal. Good header. Handball slash offside. No one noticed really at the time, did they? So does it matter? Not in the context of no. how harshly done we were against Leicester. Yeah. Not no. at all. You know, we, we more than deserve that goal. You know, <laughs> argue about refereeing decisions all you like. It ain't going to yeah. change nothing. We got a point out of that game. So glad VAR isn't on this season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so see, glad. You bring up an um, interesting well, point. Would, would you, if, I, I don't know whether VAR would Bingo. have was it that quick that well, no, no it's not that well, 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 it's not a deliberate handball is it the interpretation it, it would, would the only thing they could have disallowed it for was offside but I, don't, I didn't even see Bolly as being offside myself so if, you, if that had gone to VAR you're saying that would have still counted well the thing is the way, the way I've seen VAR watching a lot of the European games is you get it just depends who's sitting in there in the VAR box because mm-hmm. I still think it's a bit the same as you get one referee one week, or give us this, and then get another referee on the same thing the next week. Mm. You get two different decisions. I do think that's the same with VAR. I don't actually think see, there's any. I don't think there's a computer true. making the decision mm. until no, the computer makes the decision. At the end of the day, yeah. it, it's video assistant refereeing. It's yeah. not a computer that's zooming in. It's but, still someone but, looking at it to interpret it. But the one thing that should happen is it should be like cricket. And it should be that the man in the box makes it. This is absolute, the, the absolute yeah. nonsense. Is the referee running to the sideline mm. looking at a little TV like he does in the NFL? Well, it's abs- that's bullshit. I was going to say, for, for one I'm not sure of, and the thing I would bring up about VAR is I don't know if they actually did it in the World Cup, but it's not for every goal, is it? It's just for ones where they feel that they might. No, they reviewed every single goal. Did yeah, they do it? Because I know that when they did it initially in Europe, it was only for ones where they. Thought there was a clear, an clear obvious, and obvious error. Was clear and phrase, obvious error. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that was clear and obvious because we say no one complained about it. You know, I think Edison might have put his hand up partly for offside, but you wouldn't be looking for handball unless you had that zoom and enhance replay, it's I not, guess. It's not a deliberate handball and it's not his hand. It's not in a, no. a, a, a wrong position. The bloke's falling to the floor. Where else can he put his hand? Yeah. You can't put him behind his head and fall on his face, <laughs> can he? You know what I mean? It's, Proper yeah. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible <laughs> style. Uh, let's talk about Man City's equaliser. Another set piece. Was this preventable? It was a great header, yeah. don't go wrong. But was it preventable? Could I, Bolly have I done don't think it was a free kick. Yeah. It was It was a dive for me. That was a dive. Honestly, it was right in front of me. Absolute dive. All day long. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's spoken about that, which I find strange. Mm. But, mm. you know, maybe the whole Sterling media... Furore is waiting his favour a little bit it there. Looked but, on the TV as yeah. he got him down the back of the ankle to me. Oh, no, honestly, I think it, it, was, it was the way he flopped. He flopped I think his, that his, was his, the, leg came, his legs came back and he flopped over. It was a dive. That, that's the, uh, you know, I, I think he probably he did catch him, but he didn't fall over the way he should have fallen over if he had been clipped yeah. in that manner. He should have kind of gone 
that way, I should have gone to the side rather than just kind of rolled forward. Um, but in, in terms of the actual defending of it, it was a good delivery. The pace on that uh, he ball. He hit yeah. yeah. You know, they, 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 they knew exactly how but, they were going to hit that. But if but, you're going to defend in a straight <laughs> yeah. line, you cannot do that on the six-yard line for me. No. You're asking for trouble. Having, you're going to you're allowing people to come yeah. running onto you in the, on the six-yard line. You've got, to, you've got to be doing that further. Yeah. You've got to be near to the penalty box. I think, yeah. though, what Pe- they, the they trusted their ability to win the ball in the air against City's players. That's what mm. they thought. Yeah. And But the delivery was such that... Bolly couldn't react to it, you know. You see him there; he's, yeah. he's throwing his head at it, but the but guy's come. He's just turned. He's, tur- he's yeah. turned too late. Isn't but it? he's trying to hit the ball at the lowest point. Yeah, mm. he's got. He's got to come forward and head it at the highest. I mean, point it, he can it, possibly but, it. with the pace on that ball, I can yeah. see him. I think if you yeah. if you freeze frame it, the moment um, they take the free kick, you can see that Laporte's is he's got he's a, a good s- five ten yards away. Yeah, and it's like you know, there's no one else in that position yeah. you know they're all pretty much being man marked on the what about is it about 8 yards out yeah. there's only one runner there and him, you're telling yeah. me you couldn't have just had someone like Jota or you know block his ju- ju- or ju- yeah. just to yeah. man mark him into that box just yeah. to distract him enough because I think that's all it really well, he, needed. There was only, two, have a clear run, there was only yeah. two people who could really score. There was, there was Laporte and the it, chap at the foot at the back. Was it yeah. company? Um, yeah, he was right, yeah. right at the very back of the. Uh, and he, if the ball had got to him, he could have scored. There was nobody mm. else who really could have scored when you looked at it. The way yeah. I think what the real frustration for me was we worked so hard in open play to stop him creating yeah. chances. And then to let it go from a set yeah. piece just feels that's a what, yeah. Bit that's like, what I, that's what I yeah, was trying to allude to. Yeah. yeah, and I think I, I don't know what everybody else thought, but I've always thought that set pieces are going to be our biggest problem this yeah. season. Yeah. I think that's been since game one with Everton, really. So yeah, well, it was, it was, it was, it was a problem last season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but to a lesser say, extent, oh, the players weren't as good. Yeah, yeah. The quality yeah. delivery you're going to yeah. get in the Premier League just yeah. means you can't necessarily defend. Going to touch on the first half and Patricio's wonder save. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It was just it's more for me when you watch it in a slow mo. You just don't. Th- if you've not seen the chance, you just think, "Oh, it's going in." Patricia seems to come so late to that save. But it's incredible. Just this is again a level of goalkeeper I mean, we've got now. With all the respect, obviously, with with goalkeepers we've got the club, it's just a, it's fantastic. I, mean, I was going to say, you talk about kind of goal, a good goalkeeper earns you fifteen points a season or whatever, and you could happily argue that Patricio earned us a point on Saturday. Yeah, um, potentially. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. if we go one nil down in that game, yeah, it's, it's a totally different. You know, game. He, he saved more than enough kind of good uh, chances. There was a couple of ones where you know, it, it, even in the second, half, I think it was Jesus header. Yeah, I don't think he knew much about that. No, no <laughs> him, yeah. I think one of the things that I quite liked about it was he at least he turned, he knocked it away from danger. Yeah, because the one in the first, half, I think, was a Mendy kind of. I, I don't know how he did a power cross. I don't know how oh, he described it. Is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, mean, I don't like the guy particularly. And he was the one that picked out Jesus on the header as yeah. well. Yeah. Such a um, but like he kind of flapped it into open play. Yeah. And I kind of was a bit mm, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think, think what you people don't necessarily realise though is I mean I'm not I'm not speaking as a goalkeeper here, but when you're airborne, you don't necessarily have that foundation to get a strong hand onto things because mm. you just literally yeah. It's a loose arm. It's a loose arm just kind of flapping around. But to to tip it onto the post there is a lot more difficult than it looks to the naked eye. Mm -hmm. 
Gulli, Gulli, mine. Gully goalkeeper. I've never there. played in goal in my life. <laughs> You just, easy, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. It was a um, it GK was a, Union. It's, it's yeah. the same initials. It's yeah. the same initials. Yeah. You gotta realise that. Yeah. It was a um, it was GK a, by GK. Yeah. It was a um, it was a home debut for Adama Traore as well, who gave Mendy quite a game when he came. But I know we'll talk about Sheffield Wednesday in a bit as well. But he does look like a little exciting little piece of cherry, doesn't he, Traore? Gosh, yeah. Considering I couldn't believe it at Leicester going back there, but like it, the, 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 he'd, only, he'd only been on the sh- on the pitch a few minutes, and there was fans launching into him at Leicester for being lazy, this that, and the other, and go, go mental. I was thinking, crikey, give the bloke a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah, Please. yeah. There was a few of them behind me there at Leicester. Un- unreal. I tell you, he'd only been on the pitch ten minutes. God, and you- uh, I read a tweet early. We don't deserve nice things. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Honestly, just, obviously we saw uh, you know what he can do and how frightened people are of him because mm. they. The strange thing is, they. I, I can't understand why they seem so happy to back off because they. I can't see how they can win that mm. when they're back when they're backing off. But nobody seems to really want to take him early. And I think that's the only way you can do it. And you are. You've only. I think you've probably only got a chance against him if you touch tight. I think if you give him that half a yard, even at the start, and you go in and you miss him, you're out the game. I think once you let him turn and go face face onto the yeah. goal, I think you're in trouble. Yeah. And and and, and certain players at the moment seem happy. The Leicester guy, um, Chilwell, yeah. yeah, he he seemed happy to let him do it. And and again on Saturday, mm. I'm thinking, why are these players letting him turn and face on? They're in trouble then straight yeah. away. Mm. They're going backwards, backpedaling. They've got no chance. Yeah. I think with Traore though. I've seen him run rings around people for Villa. I've seen him do mm. for Middlesbrough. We've got to try and resist the temptation to give him the ball at the earliest opportunity all the time. Mm. Yeah, you, you saw it against Leicester, I think, quite a bit. Yeah, where he was too deep, way too deep, and then he'd have three or four to try and dribble past. In the City game, he got it against Mendy one on one. I think Laporte might have come to support him as well, mm. but really dangerous position. And then he actually found a man with his crosses as well. Which it's like, it's, yeah. it's like a, it was a bit more difficult against Leicester because obviously yeah. we're playing against ten men. Yeah. Yeah. Leicester yeah, yeah. knew that the, the, the yeah. right hand side was the only place they were yeah. ever going to be. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I yeah. think potentially the other thing with Traore is that he's now got two world class centre midfielders knocking the yeah. ball out to him I think mm. it, it was his run where he sort of took on you know he had three players running backwards against him but that came from a knock from Matinho who knocks it five yards in front of him and that's where he needs it so he's already kind of you know you say he's already done the turn at that yeah. point and he doesn't need to worry about it. he's mm. got the space all of a sudden whereas if he'd have got the ball to feet he yeah, to be fair he's got pretty quick feet but he's still kind of got to get it out and get moving at that point I think that should hopefully be the difference and last season I know we're not going to get the same amount of space but you know we were killing teams by playing that ball to the wide men and he seems to he does like to pick it up a bit deeper and hopefully he's kind of we've got the confidence in him and he's able to adapt to be able to almost be on the last man a little bit more because he's got the pace quite obviously. But is he going to be as dangerous playing from the first minute or as coming on? This is well, this is this is my yeah. cab argument from last season. Why cab I felt was more effective as a substitute because you just throw him on the last half an hour. Causes a riot. Well, we have the luxury of, but yeah, we've got that luxury now. Especially if you've got cost of the playing playing with the way he did yeah. for the first hour yeah. against yeah. City because. That's one thing Troy has done. He woke Costa up a little bit because yeah. he needed to kick up the backside yeah. from from the first couple of performances. I mean, hmm. it's not it's not a bad interchanging duo, yeah, no. is it? Between and Cav saw, and Troy, who saw just... Costa bumping Mendy off the ball? Yeah, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
What has gone on? He, with him? He's been hitting weights yeah. this summer, man. I don't know. I, I, I do think it's affected his game, though. He's, I think his body shape and uh, he's not as quick anymore. No, he's lost that. He's not that as pivotal agile. Turn yeah. Yeah. He, on the where he could just spin round a man. The man didn't hardly mm. know it had happened. Mm. He doesn't seem to be able to do that anymore. Um, well, talking about good performances, Martinho, I thought had a good game. But who else did people think um, had a? St- I mean, I think everyone really had a good game. But any real standout performances on Saturday for Wolves? Johnny for me. Yeah, I thought Johnny was yeah. unbelievable. I think for me, it told that pretty much all of Man City's penetration came down their left, and I don't remember a single time where Bernardo Silva, Sterling, or Walker managed to get a cross in and. I Genuinely, I cannot remember the last time I saw a yeah. fullback at Molyneux stop crosses, and it's a bit of an old, it's an old antiquated thing that that's, but that's effectively that's a fullback. The job. It's, their, yeah. it's their job it at the end the of the job. day. But he seems to thrive on it. Yeah, and oh yeah, you, know, you can tell he's, he, he likes defending. Yeah, you can see that mm. nipping in before the ball gets to the winger, and so it surprised me a little bit how comfortably looked on the ball because people have spoken about him yeah. being a solid football and yeah. being relatively comf- average going forward yeah. but he's linking up with Jota nicely I was going to say quick. that's yeah. something yeah. I think's developed in the last few games that I've seen anyway that yeah. him and Jota seem to have a bit of a better understanding and him and Neves as well which is almost you've got that triangle now who all kind of understand their games a bit better I guess I think it helps Jota if he's got someone running on the outside of him as well Yeah, because you find sometimes with Douglas you wouldn't run past him Mm. So Jota would end up getting crowded out by a couple of players, and he, he became less effective. Second, but I think he'll work better with Vanagra. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, with a left natural left footed yeah. player yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie Bolly, we've talked about as well. Oh, had, a, yeah. had a fantastic game for me. It's first time I've properly seen Wolves this season, but uh, Jimenez for me was yeah. fantastic. More so, his tracking back mm. was incredible. He's but, potentially going to be the best centre forward for a very, very yeah. long time. Yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, the, the only thing he was missing was a goal from that performance. I think his link-up play, the way he works for defenders, you know, the way he kind of helped relieve pressure. That one um, ball he took on the chest. Yeah. 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 My only concern with him at the moment, he's going to burn himself out. Yeah. Because at Benfica, he wasn't starting regularly. He's yeah. not had a proper full no. season of action. And maybe that's the and point. January. Yeah. And I know, think he was what, another one that was affected by the pace of the game yeah, in, yeah. The, in the first game. Yeah. Yeah. He looked better now in the thir- in game three than he did in game one. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, he, he scored yeah. in game one, yeah. but uh, he, he looked better Saturday. Yeah. And I'm sure there's the Mendes connection as well, but perhaps that was an appeal to come to us for, for them to say, you will be and a main striker. Well, he's our number nine, yeah. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Was there anybody who you think perhaps didn't have the greatest game compared to all the other good performances? Somebody for me personally, I still felt Jota still needs to find his groove slightly. Just wasn't hundred percent there for me. But yeah. that's that's really nitpicking. If we're being nitpicky, yeah. then I'd maybe say Doherty at a push, but only yeah. because if you compare, I'm probably comparing him to Johnny and how effective he was defensively. Yeah, um, and that actually say the amount of crosses Mendy was getting in. You know, between I still him think and... he bounced back well from the Leicester game. Though. Yeah, I yeah, say they, they all play, they all you know minimum seven out of tens across the I board. Th- I think with Doherty now, you notice a little bit a lack of quality on the ball sometimes at yeah. a higher yeah. level. You know, yeah. he's just his passes are a little bit predictable. He's getting cut out a couple of times. His first and touch isn't the best. Isn't, as well. yeah. yeah, and he just ended up clipping balls into the channel a couple of times mm. because he couldn't necessarily pick out players. But yeah. 
one thing you won't you will find he'll he'll battle along with and he'll compete with anyone physically oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you know it's, which is in is always a good thing to have always well, the, the other thing is don't forget he's our, he's our outlet for goal kicks as well yeah well i was gonna say yeah. that was something so, that unless they're going out of play yeah <laughs> well that's a, that made me a bit anxious during the game because to be fair last year uh, Douglas was surprisingly good in the air especially on, on the goal kicks yeah. and we could go either side yeah I think all but one goal kick they sprayed it out to Doherty yeah. apart from one where they went short to Bolly all of a sudden and kind of built up from there which you know he did was... play one strangely down the middle yeah Patricio and it just was nobody there but he, he shat- intentionally just played it down yeah. the middle I don't think it's his strong point. No, you can well, see the that. In, the he came in, with a rec- a rec- he's supposed to be good with his distribution, but I think he's been quite poor. From what I've the seen, he's, he's not backed that up. No, yeah. he's not backed uh, that up at all. Uh, no. Before we do our uh, man of the match, do you remember the uh, silver penalty appeal in the game at all? Yeah. With Neves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I thought that was disgraceful. Um, the way. Silver acted afterwards. Well, well, do you want to know what goal? Yeah, his behaviour was. Oh, he sat down like a a child. I think it's a difficult one. The actual decision, I wouldn't be... It was a hard one to call. Yeah, I mean... Well, do you want to know what Garth Crooks said about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. We always like to hear what Garth Crooks said. This is what Garth Crooks says. As far as I'm concerned, Ruben Nevers practically assaulted Silver in the penalty area. Penalty or not, without the heroics of homekeeper Patricio, it's the Wolves who would have found themselves on the end of a mauling. Well, yeah. It's more the assault aspect of that. Yeah. Is what I, I mean, we, me and Gully have already had a conversation about this. But yeah, we've got a really good goalkeeper. It probably would have been a different result if our goalkeeper wasn't a Portuguese international. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. He can talk Crooks, if but Garth Crooks doesn't really like balls, does he, like, for one reason or another? Garth yeah. Crooks is yeah. just a has been, isn't he? Yeah. He's finished. He's a baggy, wasn't he? Yeah. He's finished his days. Don't speak of him anymore on this podcast. (laughs) Right, let's do Man of the Match. Now, usually we do working man's Man of the Match with your jothy cap and your four-pack of calling, but because we're in the Premier League, gentlemen, and Dan has created this Prosecco Wolves group, (laughs) it's only right that we upgrade the calling to a bottle of Prosecco. So now it's Champagne Man of the Match from now on. So who would you be giving your corporate um, champagne to? If you were your own sponsor at that game on Saturday, who's your who's your manager? I, think I agree with Golly. I'd have gone with Johnny. I in in my post match, I did give it to Bolly, but if you remember that Gary Poundland video that he done with Bolly in the the, <laughs> yeah. after the Star Wars party, he doesn't drink, so unfortunately, you have to go elsewhere. So Johnny, yeah, yeah, we'll go with Johnny. Could you do like a non-alcoholic version? You could stop it, right? Books fizz, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Schlur, <laughs> uh, Rich. I'm going to be different. I'm going to go for Martinho because I think just he's, the, a, he's a classic. Yeah, he just a, everything he did in the way it's it's the little things. So the he way he don't waste much, does he? No, no. He slows. He just slow. He, he, he knows, controls the tempo. He, yeah. He'll just slow that game down and yeah. just go. But, yep, it's going there. Yeah, I love oh, how tiny yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Like it makes it makes me think yeah. I can still make it. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's the little things where he's he's the one dragging players into position as well, and sort of getting people, you know, to try and push them back. You know, obviously he's an incredibly good passer for football, but it's picking that moment at the right time. And you know, I think the one in the second half where he's, he had no one in front of him and he was just carrying it, and it's like well, he's not going to go anywhere, and he just won the free kick. Yeah. The, the, the man on the man on shout as yeah. well from the whole stage. Yeah, was fantastic. Just you know, <laughs> he's intelligent. That's what you could yeah, say yeah, about him yeah, in yeah. a word. He's just and he knows what the game needs. You know, I I, I know Vels a you know talks about him in the fan cast last week. Should say star is he st- physically strong enough? Not good enough. Um, yeah, and I just thought he must. He's proved any 
real naysayers completely completely wrong there you know admit it, I know Man City aren't exactly a physical team but you know players were bouncing off him you know and so yeah I'd, I'd, I'd go Martinho personally but everyone played well right we're going to talk Sheffield Wednesday and West Ham after this Wolves are through to the third round of the Carabao Cup with a 2-0 away win against Sheffield Wednesday but I think we'll just touch on this briefly and the, the key point really is Bonatini finally scores a goal nearly 24 hours of football Bonatini got one, and you can you can only feel happy for the man, can't you, gentlemen? I must admit, I did I did like, I did like our Tim Spears is um I say ah no not ah Tim Spears is lying about uh, <laughs> twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes. Yeah. Johnny Jack, Jack Bauer can do it better or something. Yeah. That's quite funny. I heard he was going to retire at. 20... That's him. That's Tim on the phone yeah. with the reference. <laughs> I heard he was going to retire at twenty four hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, from what I guess, I don't any of us were at the game last night. But from what I can gather, it was quite straightforward, really. Yeah. And we won. That's all I that mean, matters. They, they managed to get, um, you know, minutes for Den Donker, who seems to have kind of been is being slowly integrated in. Traore got, I think it was it. 75 minutes or so as well so he's been getting more minutes um, players who are just on the periphery of the first team as well mm. so Gibbs White's playing um, it was a day before you know, Elliot Watt as well yeah. Yeah, 18 years he, old fantastic like opportunity he, yeah it seemed like he kind of went through emotions really well in the game um, I think in a way the team that we've got and the, the, the way that Nuno plays it's almost the best team to come into as a newcomer because you've mm. got 10 players around you who probably know exactly what their role mm. is mm. and they make it quite easy for you. And it's really important for Nuno to know that if he needs to drag one of those lads in for one or two games, three games maybe, they can yeah. do exactly yeah. the role that they're, yeah. they're required to do. I was say, you can fit... even bring Oscar Boer in to score a goal. Yeah, yeah. good can. old Oscar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like you know, in the space of effectively 13 months, they now fully have a squad who can all play in that three-four-three formation? Yeah. Whereas I think when uh, you know, apart from the group three, you know, actually anyone who's got a chance in that first team knows that they can play in it. Mm. Whereas you know, whereas you can't we, just make, you can't just have to wedge someone yeah, in. Yeah. So like, da- for example, Dave Edwards wouldn't be able to play in the system. Yeah. Um, Joe, Jordan Graham, Jordan Graham, Conor Ronan, I. Think you probably argue the same thing. They don't quite, you know, because they've all grown up probably playing a slightly different, you know, four two three one kind of thing. They don't quite fit it, mm. and they've managed to effectively move out anyone who can't do it now. So as you say, in a second string side, we have players who can kind of come in and slot in. I think that's massive. The key thing on the game though, which was off the pitch, was no Danny Bart, not only in the starting lineup but not on the bench. So everybody. Puts two two together and thinks it's going to be a low move, which could happen before Friday. Uh, Post match, Nuno said about it. That's a decision. Danny's Danny's the captain of the club. I already spoke with him. We have a we have to make a decision. Sometimes they are not so happy to take them, but we have to make them. Every player of Wolves, including the under twenty threes and under eighteens, are inside my plans. Does that necessarily say that he's going out on loan, or is that more of a case of I just decided that for this game he was not the kind of player I wanted? I tell you what I think there is that it's a shot across the bow that you're not necessarily going to get any games here mm, at mm. all. So if you think if you think you're just going to get the odd game in the League Cup or whatever and be around the fringe of the squad and be playing, you pro- you're not. And you you need to think before the end of the week whether you want to play football anymore. 
because he could sit there of course he could at his age he could sit there for the rest of his contract of course he could but he, he won't be playing any football and they'll have probably got to decide whether he wants to play football because did he sign a new deal last yeah, season it's quite a long yeah. it's, yeah. Quite, you know, um, it's quite a long deal isn't it <laughs> so, on, on yeah. reasonable money I mean, he's, he's only really got one position he can play in that in that team uh, ironically going back to a point I just made he's someone who almost doesn't just about fit in it now he's not as comfortable on the ball as Ryan Bennett so he's not going to be able to play in that right centre back position nor is he going to be able to play right in the middle of that back three because he really doesn't have the um, positioning or the passing ability to play there and we've now got Dendonka who will also play right centre back so he's effectively third choice Mm. Uh, minimum to to play there, and you know if you third cho- if you're a third choice player, well, why wouldn't you want? And to... You can only play in one position. Yeah, you yes. know, it's... Oh, there's only one slot in the pitch he can yeah. play. You know, it's, you know, at least with Dendonka, he he's probably going to end up being second choice in. Uh... But he can play in different positions. Yeah, even, so... like, even Ryan Bennett can can occasionally fit in for you on the wide on the yeah. right. You know, I, I, ideal, you, you'd, you'd be okay if you were second choice in three positions. Uh, you wouldn't be okay if you're third choice in only one position. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I just think if it is, you know, his time's up. Fair play, you know, people have their level. Yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't necessarily be expected to improve all the yeah. time. Yeah, you know, there's always a ceiling with people's it's talents, happened. and he's probably, from what I've seen of him as a technical footballer, done. Far exceeded what what people would have thought of him at, at academy level because he's never clearly been a technical footballer. Mm. He was a stopping centre. He's old, old, as a young yeah, player, old you school, know. isn't he? Really, he's probably proved people wrong throughout his career yeah. to say, you know, just to get to the level he's got to. And if, so, if, fair play to him yeah. for that. And if we're honestly. at the beginning of the end for Danny Bart at Wolves, surely, you know, this is a guy who. You know, only three or four years ago was the face of the the revolution that was in the league. Yeah. One an day. ambassador I mean, for the club, for and, and you know, we we are in love with this new style at Wolves and all these you know foreign imports coming in. But we shouldn't forget those players that have it's gone back. It just seems odd that as a as a group of fans, one minute they want to use him as part of a song to get rid an anti song about one player that they want to happy to get rid of, but also very much a pro song about a young player for the club. And now a lot of I'm not saying all of them, but there is a group that seem to want to slaughter him for what mm. for, for what mm. he hasn't said anything against the club. All he's ever done is work hard. Football mm. has a short memory, doesn't it? Yeah, you know. But that's the the industry that we're in as well, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Mm. You know, it is cutthroat. It's not going to be sentimental. And I'm not being funny. If you can bring in Leander Dendonka as a what is currently a backup option, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's you know, it's a no brainer. It really I've, is. I've understood over the years when fans, right down the ever since I've been going up for a very long time, where fans have had a go at players when it seemingly their effort hasn't been what you, what mm. you would have expected yeah, yeah. And, mm. and sometimes I do get it the body language isn't, isn't everything but it does tell you some things and sometimes people are trying harder than it looks and it's just that mm. they're frustrated they're not playing particularly well they're low on confidence and then that can look as though they're not trying so I do sympathise with the player in those situations but when you get somebody who's tried their hardest all the while having a go at somebody because of their level of ability is, yeah. is really quite bad you know, yeah. um, so it's it's they, they don't pick the team. They don't. They, they, they don't, they don't yeah, give no. them the contracts and say sign here. Well, what's he expecting to say? I'm not going to sign this. I don't think I'm good enough. You know, yeah. I'm going to go and find myself another job. Yeah. Still, don't be ridiculous. Mm. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I was going to say, you know, we all we all critique players, um, but what I think that kind of frustrates me is, you know, not so much in the last eighty. Well, 
last year, but especially when we were sort of middling championship team, people, you know, you slate the likes of Dave Edwards and you slate the likes of Danny Barton and say, well, they're not technically good. They can't do this. They can't do that. Well, yeah, they're a champion. he's a championship player. He is a second-tier player. There are obviously going to be things he mm. cannot do to the highest level. Um, you know, and we've interviewed a few players in the last couple of years, which is fantastic, and it gives you a real insight. But the Dave Edwards one kind of really hit home for me. These guys are more aware of their own limitations than anyone on... The, you know, on 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 in the stands watching them. Well, their whole lives are it, you know lived day to day yeah. by. If I have a bad training session, or you know, yeah. I'm at the team. You know, that, mm. that's I'm building up to this Saturday. That's the be all and end all. And mm. and if they're not reaching the mustard, yeah, that must be so hard it's to like, take. Yeah, mm. John Ruddy is probably in the same boat yeah. at the moment. Like, yeah. You're telling me that Danny Bat isn't probably aware he's not got the greatest first touch in the world. <laughs> like, of course he is. But you know, he he's always trying to do the best with what he's got, and sometimes that isn't enough. And you know, it, it's a bit. Uh, yeah, and this, and you this know, is a player who's probably going to be a lot of retrospective stuff that you know, to, we'll put yeah. out in the next few weeks. But I mean, two other teams though. This is a player who has had two promotions. He's been a captain in two promotions, especially one from the Championship to the Premier League. He, you know, from the outside, a lot of people were looking at him, going, "Hang on, he could be a real, real asset here." I mm. won't be surprised if he manages to get promoted back to the Premiership with someone yeah. else again. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Um, so, lads, we're going to the Wem- Wembley then. That's yeah. not what we're saying. Off well, Wembley, John. Well, we're we're Tottenham Stadium. Only, yeah. only if Tottenham are still there. <laughs> December 29. Right, let's talk about uh, the game of the weekend. It's West Ham away. Before we go to Gully uh, with the away day report, gentlemen, I want to ask you, is it vital or important that Wolves get a win before the break? To say they finally got that win and they're off the mark, it's as not, it would it's say. Not, it's not like vital, um, but yeah, it's, it's not sort of crucial at this stage, is there mm. or anything like that? But it would, it, I think, it would be a big lift, and yeah. I think it'd be, and it, it's, I think it's an ideal game because I think that West Ham fans are probably thinking it's more crucial at their end yeah. than we're thinking it's crucial yeah. at our end. Because have they still got no points? They've got no points. Zero points yeah. mm. it's, and, and you looked at them last last night. You watched their second team struggling away against Wimbledon. Yeah, they, they look. But I mean, I know it was their second team. They look bang average. Mm. Mm. Um, I think it's important for the mentality, though, because regardless of how good your performances are, not winning creates doubt in your yeah, mind. Yeah, there's only so far so, you yeah, can yeah. keep going. Oh yeah, we played well, really? maybe another week. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and yeah. as as stubborn as Nuno is to his his formation, his system, he'll start thinking, oh, I might need to tweak something here mm. or there. Yeah, and you know what the biggest thing that we can do right now is sticking to our guns and sticking mm-hmm. with the performances that we put in regardless of the results okay. I think because yeah. it, it will come I believe that yeah. Yeah. and I'm hoping it comes this week I mean you know winning winning's a habit at the end of the day yeah. and just as winning's a habit losing's a habit as well and I know we're not, we're losing, not losing but you know at the end of the day I know we've had a bit of a tough three games but a win and two defeats is better than two draws and a defeat. A win, yeah, yeah, actually, because that's three points over two. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and um, I wouldn't necessarily chain trade the results we got. So let's say you know what, lose against Leicester, um, you know, lose against Everton, beat Leicester, lose to Man City, because we'll have one more point after three games of a thirty-eight game season. But you know, it's almost like how long do you 
A lot of, How long? Do you, and, and a, I, a lot of this non thing about the point, the number of points, only yeah. really comes into it if you're going to go down. Yeah. If you're not going to go down, which I don't think we will, you're going to finish in the middle. Actually, I think sometimes you're probably better off with a lot. Some, I'd rather take a lot of draws in many cases because I think it shows a lot more consistency mm. than if you win, lose, win, lose. You're very mm. up and down. You, you, your season and and your, the way you're going forward then you're not quite sure because you, you think well if this doesn't happen that doesn't happen or you have a bad but whereas if you look as though you're a very difficult team to beat and you go on a fair long run of like two wins four draws and one one defeat mm. I think you look a much more solid team you look yeah. as though you belong a lot more yeah. than one who, who wins two loses, loses three yeah, and draws, you know, draws one. one I mean like to be fair I, say, I wouldn't trade results we got and if you said to me at the start of the season right Everton at home, Leicester away, Man City um, at home. How many points? And okay, I don't know two. You, you you go okay. That's fair enough against mm. the opponents you've got. Um, you know, I, I think we're probably all sort of fairly hopeful that we'll probably get a win on Saturday, and not not necessarily because before the international break, but because I think the performance has deserved yeah. it. You know, at the end of the day. Well, let's find out a bit more from West Ham. Gully has done the research. He's got the stats. Gully, what can you tell us about the Hammers? Um, the Academy of Football was it? Someone dubbed them the Academy of Football before your point. time. I was going to say yeah, yeah. before your day. I don't He's done think his research. Can, uh... <laughs> my age to remember. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you, I was going to say, have you included that they won the World Cup in 1966? Was it them? Yeah, I didn't realise their name yeah. was on the trophy. To be yeah, honest, yeah, but, yeah. Okay, never mind. Speak, speak to a West Ham fan. All right. Okay. Well. It's pretty gr- grim reading so far. Four uh, 0 to Liverpool away, two one against Bournemouth at home, mm. and three one away to Arsenal. All defeats. Um, well, they did play very well at Arsenal. Yeah, so I've heard. Mm. So I've heard. Um, so maybe some signs of promise. But they've been busy in the transfer market. Uh, let me tell you that. Um, bringing in obviously the head now is probably Jack Wilshere. Um, Felipe Anderson was their record-breaking signing. Andrei Yarmolenko, probably five years too late to be honest with that one, guys. Um, and you know, a couple of probably quite solid signings. I think Fabianski is a decent signing yep. uh, from Swansea. Uh, Ryan Fredericks was someone that I would have taken, yeah, you know, snapped Fulham's hands off mm-hmm. for him last season to play that right wing back role. Um, and you know, a couple of rejects from other clubs. Lucas Perez, who didn't quite make it at um, Arsenal. Carlos Sanchez, you know, it's they've spent a lot of money, but I think to coin a Zinedine Zidane phrase, they've added a few licks of paint to the car, but they haven't serviced the engine. Mm. Um, Felipe Anderson has one more cap, one more Brazil cap than Bonatini. Oh, really? Mm. Bonatini, you still got a chance, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He looked good. To be fair, Anderson looked decent against Arsenal, but you say you've got you've got nothing. Behind him to do that. If but you've got a central midfield of Mark Noble and Jack Wilshire behind you, you're asking you, for. You are asking for trouble. Mm. I mean, Noble is plodding at best these days. Mm. I don't want it to sound really. Did they you know, drop them both against? Um, Should I drop at least one of them against Arsenal? I think they try. They, I think they at least tried to because I know like, they. I, got, I think they brought in Carlos Sanchez. Uh, yeah. He did start the game, but even then, but I, I think, don't. I don't particularly rate him. To be Villa honest. fans will probably tell you this. He was quite pedestrian. Uh, yeah. You know, sitting at the back of midfield, reminded me of Segundo Castillo. If you remember him, oh, yeah. what a throwback! <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one because on the face of it, they've got a very good manager I've mm. always really liked Manuel Pellegrini yeah. um, very successful manager successful yeah. manager you know 
I think at Real Madrid he got the highest points tally of any yeah. Real Madrid manager, but got beaten by Pep Guardiola's Barcelona, which is sod's law mm. for him. Um, so it, it's they're they're a very attacking team, and he'll he'll want to play attacking football. It's just, I mean, you're the right. Bad. The only thing Pellegrini's ever won is with Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's never won anything. And he's back in Chile. I think he won something in Chile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it strikes me. You look at those transfers, and even the players kind of coming out, that there isn't a structure there. They don't have a plan of what they're doing. They're just, you know, Philippe Anderson, he was rated a few years ago. How much? 42 million. Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? It's Premier League. And, you know. For me, they just seem to me as though they've got to silence their fans a bit. And, and yeah. It's a PR that, that, exercise. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. what happened last season, people coming on using the corner flags as javelins. Mm. I mean, they've got to do something, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, easily was, more pre- was, there's easily more pressure on them this weekend. Oh, really. massive. Like oh, d- yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, it's, people call it toxic. That, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you look at the results they've got and when they conceded those goals. I think if Wolves can... Keep it tight and keep it compact and frustrating for at least the first half an hour. Frustrating. We'll be two up after fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> I think you've already got. You we know, would have been a Leicester. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, the, the game's there for the taking if we want it, and you only have to look at it that those players are probably not fit or they're not. They don't have ninety minutes in them. West Ham players because most of those goals are getting conceded second half. Um, you know. And I, I mean, what I will say, there, there is a threat there going forward. Yeah. They've definitely got some good players. Mark Ryan oh, yeah, seems to be a different yeah. player. His goal too. against Arsenal was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. He really know. worried us in the cup for Stoke, didn't he? <laughs> he might as well have been sitting in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a good save out of Hakimi from what yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mikel Antonio always seems like a really odd footballer, but seems to score goals. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know, fully know what his position is anymore. No. Because he used to be a I, right I, wing, left yeah. winger. but And I remember... Going away to Nottingham Forest and us all singing to him, you're just a shit Bakri Sacco. <laughs> and look at the two of them now. <laughs> yeah. But um, Bakri yeah, Sacco's got that much money, he just. He doesn't even need a club. Team wise, then, for the weekend, do you just keep the same starting 11 again? No real need for changes? Or would you would you mix it up? I'd stick. Stick, no twist. No, Richie, yeah. stick or twist? Stick. John, he, oh, he looks like a twist man. No, no, no. Oh, I don't think there's like there any injuries. Is there? Johnny was on the bench last night, so I suggest he's, you know. He just cramped up, I think. Yeah. yeah. Last yeah. week. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen that in a player on for a league game. You see it in extra time in cups and <laughs> yeah. stuff. But he, clearly wasn't Cup, like, yeah. he clearly wasn't faking it as well. No. That was the thing. He, Honestly, and how long did it take if, for us to make this substitution? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went out for a corner, didn't it? And yeah. you could see. That was a throw in, wasn't it? Right in front of the bench, and they were trying to delay the throw in. And then they got, he wouldn't let Vinagra come on. Because when he? he initially um, pulled up, and the physio Physical, didn't come on, because it was sort of down. And they just said, yeah, just go and mark someone on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold, hold them along. Yeah, I'll get post. I'll get post. You see, yeah, you're um, not going anywhere else, mate. I forget about the Man City game. Did not see the video going around of when Mendy, I think it must be Mendy, went to try and take a throw, and the ball the boy, boy. Oh. pushed it away from Mendy. Yeah. Great video. So Great ball boy. Well done. we didn't cover from the Man City game. For him, the amount of foul yes. throws. Yes, uh, I know. Yeah, Darty done twice for lifting his back foot. But the, it was so. I mean, in the first half, Sorry, down by yeah. me, um, Mendy did about three in a row where he just did, he just didn't do it he right. Stood on the pitch for the one. That was yeah. the one they gave that one, though, didn't they? Yeah. Like, isn't that handball? At that point, 
No, it's, 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 still just, it's technically supposed throw. to be a handball. But you don't ball. see, you just don't even see one foul throw. No, no you, you don't really. see it given. I think you, you see them a lot more. You see, uh, the referees don't. There was them. a couple oh, no. that were blatant. Yeah, some, the some of the ones throws. that are, are literally straight down onto the. They're all, yeah, I know, it's unbelievable. Because yeah. that's what Bendy was doing first yeah. half, and it was a. I think they must have had to have had a conversation at half time because all three of the foul throws were. Right in front of the uh, lino yeah. on the uh, other end. Right, we're going to do uh, the quiz in a second, but we'll finish West Ham with predictions. Gentlemen, as you're feeling right now, West Ham versus Wolves, what's your prediction, Mr. Barron? We'll win 3-1. 3-1 win. 2-0. 2-0. Um, I was going to say 2-0 as well, so oh. 2-0 around. Positive it's a points. It's special, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? You know that. Well, one in the first, first 15, then one sort of about one, 70 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 All go home, have your tea. Yeah. Lovely Saturday. Right, let's do the quiz, everybody. Dan has put the quiz screen. I think we've got about six or seven questions, so I'll let you all have a guess and we'll just tally up the points. John, you ready for this quiz? Been quite well, it depends what it's about, really. It, oh, sorry. Well, who knows? Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 should, I should say, oh, I mean, it's always about um, games against the opposition team. So it's West Ham versus Wolves quiz, oh, okay. basically. Oh, we beat your interest well, I thought there. you were going to say it was about Star Wars or something. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make a Star Wars quiz for you. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> right, OK. First question, then. Uh, the last time Wolves played West Ham in the Premier League was in January 2011, losing 2-0. Name the English striker on Wolves' bench that day. So, which English striker was on Wolves' bench in uh, Wolves' 2 0 defeat to West Ham in the Premier League in January 2011? English striker. English striker. There is no multiple choice, I'm afraid. Dan is cruel with his quizzes. Ebanks Blake? Ebanks Blake is one guess. Mm -hmm. That's a good guess. Anyone else? Yeah, Ebanks Blake. Ebanks Blake. John? It's not going to be Ebanks Blake, is it? I can't think of anybody else who were English at that time. Are you going to go for Ebanks Blake yeah, as well? Yeah. Uh, no, it was Marcus Bent. Oh, wow. Oh, Marcus Bent. Uh, Wolves signed what winger from West Ham in 1993? In 93, what winger did Wolves sign from, from, uh, from West Ham? Um, These kids, Kevin uh, Keane. He's going for Kevin Keane as one. I'm going to give it to John because it is Kevin Keane. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> was, I'm not going to lie, I was just going to blatantly copy so John. John. John takes the lead. Uh, next question. Wolves beat West Ham 4-2 in 2005 thanks to goals from Miller, Ince and Court. But which former Wolves striker played for West Ham that day? Marlon Harewood. Marlon Harewood, yeah. We've got two Marlon Harewoods. And what, what year is that? 2005. I'll go with that. It is Marlon yeah. Harewood. It is. Uh, so John still leads. Uh, this could be an easy one. Wolves beat West Ham 3-1 at Upton Park in 2010. Who was West Ham's manager that day? Gianfranco Zola. Anyone else? We've got one guess for Zola. 2010 3-1 win. Zubar um, with a classic thump of a goal. Jarvis and Zubar got two yeah. crackers that day. Was it Avran Grant? Avran Grant is one. Might go with that as well, I think. Avran Grant. It was Zola. No, oh, it was Zola. Yeah. One of his. Yeah. He did last that season, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm he did, thinking yeah. of the next season. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. it's a, a tight the minute with uh, Baron and Gully. Uh, Matt Jarvis played for both West Ham and Wolves. Uh, which side did he make his one and only England appearance against? Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. only England Ghana. game I've watched in full. Yeah, just waited, and it was yeah. a friendly, but it was a great friendly as well, yeah. from what I remember. Was it? They, they, jo- they equalised late on, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jarvis and did that, not look that, very good. No. <laughs> he didn't he play him like right wing as well. Yeah, yeah. that's a nice position. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was Ghana. But which player did Jarvis come on for? Oh. 
Oh. oh, was that a part two question or did we just go? You know what? I think it if was. I know, I, I, if I, I know Dan, is it Adam Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I'll, I'll let. Um, that's that's Scully's guess. Adam Johnson. Anyone else? Who did uh, Jarvis come on for? Oh, for England. No uh, pick, pick, pick an England I, I, player. I don't fancy go. Just, just so it's not the same. I'm going to go for Stuart Downing. Stuart Downing. Milner. That was Jack Wilshire. Oh. Jack Wilshire. Uh, so Gully <coughs> and Baron still tie. So we have a tiebreaker. Oh, Goodly enough. Happened from the 1970s or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Ham won the Intertoto Cup in 1999, but how many league points did Wolves win? Oh, sorry. How many Wolves? Well, basically, how many point league points did Wolves finish on in the 98-99 season? <laughs> Wow. Hey, what's yeah. that got to do with the Intertoto Cup? I think he's trying, yeah, I think he's trying to go 99. one end. I think he's trying to swerve you off I was going to say, he has this tactic where he'll yeah. go, go one way and then just swing it the it's other. It's a classic Dan Swerve. So basically, yeah. how many points did Wolves finish on in the 98-99 game season? Yes. <laughs> what okay. are we thinking? So I'll do... Think nearest one wins. We finished seventh that season, from what I vaguely remember. But what points was it then? I'm going to go with... 69. 69 points. Gully, he serves with 69. What will uh, Baron return with? Well, I've got to go with 70, haven't I? Oh. Well, the answer, you'll be pleased to know, Gully, was 73. Oh, you'll be pleased to know. That's agonising. All right, we'll let you have that one. <laughs> uh, so that's a quiz. Thank you. Well, well done, John. Debbie, back. Very kind of you to go. To this <laughs> you took it first. I wasn't going to take it away. Yeah. From you. Hey, you could have gone below. You never know. Yeah. Do you? yeah. yeah. Um, again, back to Man City. Anyone see the? Uh, I think it's from the Birmingham Mail journalist talking about that the press conference got delayed because uh, Nuno was going to have a little fag. Little ciggy. I, didn't think I, it... I read it. I think I read a Telegraph article about Nuno last season and. The first line was that he always has a cigarette after a match. Oh, yeah. Not a vape. He's not a vape kind of no, guy. Like no, proper old, old school. Why does he go out into Waterloo Road? Cause I think... I heard Zenga was allowed to do it by the tunnel. And so uh, I'd be surprised if they don't allow Nuno be. those kind of uh, liberties. Because <laughs> if Zenga can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to stop Nuno. Uh, so well done, John. Back, back, back with the win on the quiz. Um, our love and admiration. <laughs> you <laughs> already had that. A couple, couple of quick uh, Twitter corner questions before we finish off. Uh, Ollie Edwards says, Nuno needs to shave his beard and head. Do you think he's looking a bit scruffy for the Premier League? John, as a man who's really rocking a beard very well right now, <laughs> do you think Nuno needs to trim it for the Premier League? It has been commented in our house. I think just a touch. Just a touch. Just a I, th- I think barren length is good. Yeah. 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 If you go just, just, just take, take a leaf out of Baron's book. Yeah. <laughs> go down to the training ground. He needs, he needs just, the Baron beard. Come on. Just show your face. Yeah. That's oh, what God. you need. We're going to have to tweet you a picture of Baron out now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and final question from Jamie Waters. Uh, do you think we need to finish top 10 to keep players like Neves, Bolly, Petruccio uh, to match their ambitions? There's been a couple of stories in the last couple of days of. Uh, Neves to Man City and Man United now for about 60 what million. I mean, but surely with someone like Neves. As long as he has a good season, he's probably going to They're going to leave eventually. I was yeah. going to say, I kind of assumed the Neves to Man City one saying, well, they had scouts at the Everton and Leicester game. Well, yeah, no shit. We're playing in the game after a course. Yeah. Scouts <laughs> like, oh, you know, you put two and two together. Imagine um, them just watching one player for the whole game. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we've got these like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Did you actually do any scouting? Oh, I thought you just wanted to... <laughs> this guy Ruben is all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a young international footballer playing in the Premier League. He's bound to attract interest. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. 
But the, these he, players eventually are going to, as long as they have a good season, especially Nevers, they're going to go on. He's yeah. going to leave eventually. Yeah. Is the point. Top 10 or not. Yeah. Yeah. And on that wonderful note, <laughs> it's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Helen Smith Limited and Pixel Yeti Media. You can follow us all week on social for your lols and trolls. Just find search for Wolves Fancast and you'll find us there. And we will be back next week to look back at that game against West Ham before the international bait. But for this week, John, thank you for coming. We'll see you again soon. Yes, I'll it, see you. It's, it's bye from John. Goodbye. Bye from Gully. Good night, guys. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from me. See you next time.